Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Friday afternoon, I'm Hannah Pegel. The Secretary of Agriculture says there are still more partnerships for Climate Smart Commodities announcements to come. Speaking on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says USDA plans to announce the recipients of the smaller grants by early November. That round of funding receives 600 applications for projects of up to $5 million. Vilsack says he hopes to use the information generated from these pilot programs to help determine where more funding is needed. As we learn what works, we anticipate and expect that a lot of the resource that's being provided under the Inflation Reduction Act and the conservation uh, portion of that act, nearly $20 billion, that that can then be sort of folded into supporting climate smart practices. We already have a lot of activity going on in the farm today through the traditional NRCS programs. We just, for example, recently announced a nutrient management program that's going to be funded through EQIP and RCPP, the Regional Conservation Partnership Program. So there's a a lot of ways in which we can continue to support these these efforts. Vilsack believes investments into climate smart production will continue outside of federal funding sources. What's interesting about the, the effort partnerships have been formed, and it's very well likely that many of the projects that didn't necessarily get funded by us may still continue to be pursued by the partners themselves. So I think you'll see some additional activity and work resulting from uh, this this application process. So we're excited about this. We think it creates a, a new opportunity, a new revenue stream, a series of revenue streams that haven't existed or can be expanded or accelerated significantly over time. And we think it really adds to the opportunities that farmers uh, to basically maximize the benefit of the uh, farming operation that they have. Dana Brooks with the Pet Food Institute, Michael Dykes with the International Dairy Foods Association, and Dave White with the 9B Group were also on this week's show to offer their thoughts on the current sustainability discussions taking place in ag policy. Brooks says supply chain issues and sourcing domestically has made it difficult for her members to get products on the market. There's a lot of pressure on ingredient sourcing for fuel and for food. And that's been something that is important to us. We try our very best to purchase commodities inside the United States. That's our priority to purchase domestically. But as we look for, as we look at um, more renewable needs or mandates in the United States, that puts us in a precarious situation to be able to purchase uh, products from the United States. Brooks says other factors like the war in Ukraine and low water levels on the Mississippi River impact when her members are able to get ingredients. We see there's going to be a competition for fats and oils and um, other ingredients that first may be diverted to fuel and then go to human food and then come into pet food. You can see this week's full Newsmakers program on agripulse.com. Finally today, the Biden administration is facing pressure from senators concerned about a potential trade spat between the U.S. and Mexico. AgriPulse's Spencer Chase has more. Four United States senators say the Office of the U.S. Trade Representative should reject calls for trade action against Mexico. Several U.S. senators have petitioned USDR to investigate Mexico's trade practices on seasonal produce. Iowa Republican Chuck Grassley says he hopes to see that petition rejected and worries about the retaliatory action Mexico might implement if the Section 301 investigation moves forward. 
Not only will it undermine Section 301 as a trade enforcement tool, it will also raise the cost of fresh fruits and vegetables at a time when Americans cannot afford prices. He says available supplies could also be impacted. Washington's Patty Murray is the lone Democrat on the letter. Aside from Grassley, fellow Republicans Joni Ernst of Iowa and Roger Marshall of Kansas are also calling on USTR to reject the petition. Spencer Chase, AgriPulse. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at CuriousPlot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit AgriPulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peggle.